everyone. It's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing well. Excellent. You look good. Thank you. So do you. Yeah. Thank you. We're all so beautiful. We are. We're a good looking couple. We have, I have, I have a face made for podcasting. <laughs> yeah. I like to think my face is slightly better than just made for podcasting. It is. All right. Um, so you ready to start some stories? Let's do it. All right, from the Disney Parks blog, uh, what do we have here? Imagineer and Disney Research Fellow Laney Schmoop has received his 100th U.S. patent. That's right. He has uh, uh, just received his 100th patent for systems and methods of presenting a multimedia entertainment in a venue. Uh, was issued earlier today. Um, according to Disney patent attorney Stuart Langley, Lanny Smoot, who is an Imagineer, is one of the most prolific black inventors in American history based on the number of patents issued. Uh, he has been uh, creating theatrical technology content, theatrical technology content, yeah, uh, for 42 years. He's been an inventor, an electrical engineer, scientist, and researcher. He has spent 22 years at the Walt Disney Company, and he has invented many technologies that uh, the Walt Disney Company and the theatrical theatrical community at large have been used to create magic illusions and entertainment. Uh, 74 of those 100 patents were for his research and, and inventions with Disney. Uh, let's see, he included, he created the Kim Possible World Showcase Adventure and Where's the Fire at Interventions, both at Epcot. He did a lot of the special effects uh, uh, in the Haunted Mansion. He did the lightsabers in Star Wars Launch Bay. Uh, he did the virtual and interactive koi ponds at the Crystal Lotus Restaurant in Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel, and uh, a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> well, congratulations to Mr. Schmoop. That's right. I think his big one is that he created the new state-of-the-art lightsaber that's going to be part of Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. That is the lightsaber that actually comes out of the hilt. Right. Yeah, yeah that, that would be pretty awesome. That's going to be a big one. All right. Um, if you visit the Disney Parks blog on August 6th, you can see the new 50th anniversary merchandise reveal. That's right. There's a lot of stuff coming out because what would a celebration be without merchandise? Um, if you want to check it out, head over to the Disney Parks blog, uh, as Cheryl said, on, uh, what was it, the 6th? Yes. Yes. All right. And we have some uh, breaking Disneyland news um, they have introduced their Magic Key program, which is going to repl be replacing their annual pass program. That's right. Um, a little different than things were. A little cheaper, actually. Depending upon what you get. Cheaper, but with more restrictions mm -hmm. is, is what it boils down to. So uh, this system is going to be in place uh, for purchase beginning August 25th at Disneyland.com slash Magic Key. And uh, we can tell you about these things now. The first annual pass, should we go most expensive? No, we'll go cheapest to, to most expensive. Okay. The Imagine Key. Now, these are your keys to get into Disneyland, which I guess is why they've named everything as keys in instead of passes. Mm -hmm. This allows you to unlock the magic. The Imagine Key, which is priced at $399, will only be sold to Southern California residents. It has 218 blackout dates with Whoa. no available weekends and most of the summer blocked out. Uh, it allows access to both parks, but you can only have two reservation dates at a time. Uh, parking is not included, and you get 10% discount on merchandise, food, and drinks. Uh, you do have a 90-day window to make your park reservations in. That's kind of across the board. So, and How much was this one? 
Uh, this is three hundred ninety nine dollars. Okay. But with two hundred and eighteen blackout dates, that only yeah, gets you about one hundred and forty days. And you're in not going to go all of them, and right. you might not be able to get reservations. And it's during the week, time. exactly. Uh, the Enchant Key is your next level. That's six hundred and forty nine dollars. That only has one hundred and forty nine blockout dates, uh, with June and July, and then the days around Thanksgiving and Christmas uh, blocked out. Uh, the price includes access to both parks, but does not include parking, and it allows you for four reservation dates at a time. And that's not restricted to California residents. Correct. Okay. And that allows you for discounts of up to 10% for merchandise, food, and drinks. The Believe Key is the third key, priced at $949, with only 48 blockout dates, which fall around Thanksgiving and Christmas. The price includes access to both parks, gets you a 50% discount on parking, and allows as many as six reservations at a time, and once again, a discount of up to 10% for merchandise, food, and drinks. Okay. The big daddy of them all is the Dream Key. This is going to cost you $1,399. There are no blackout dates. Uh, the price includes access to both parks and covers parking 100%. You can have up to as many as six reservations at a time and includes discounts of up to 20% on merchandise, food, and beverages. All right. So now you say this is cheaper than the old annual pass? And now you're going to ask me what the old annual passes I don't feel uh, like that were. was as much. And especially not if... So there used to be also a... Um, California resident annual pass price, which was right. quite a bit less and also didn't have any um, restrictions. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, well, their old flex pass, which could be used by anyone with no restrictions, uh, Mondays through Thursdays, uh, cost you $649. Yeah, but that was Monday through Thursday. What was their straight out annual pass? Uh, I don't know because the only other pass they mentioned was the Premier Pass, which gave you access to both parks, was $2199. Okay, we're going to look that up. Uh, in a minute there, we'll get back to everybody. Oh, there we go. The Southern California Select Pass, which had the highest number of restrictions, was $419 per year. That is still not telling me what I want to know. What, do you just want to know a flat-out annual pass? The best annual pass, the one that got you everything, how much was it that's beforehand? A, that's a good question. That is not mentioned okay. in this article. <laughs> well, you know there's other places other than this article. Yes, <laughs> that is true. Maybe you could look that up for us. Sure. Okay. Um... Should we go along until you figure that out? Sure. Let's just, or you can pause it. You can do whatever you want to do. Oh my goodness. You're in I'm charge of recording. I'm going to pause it, but I've never been in charge before. All right. We'll be back. And we're back. All right. The Signature Plus Passport, which was for sale in 2020 uh, with no blockout dates, including parking and select uh, discounts on dining and merchandise was $1,449. So it is a little so less. So it's a little more expensive. No, it was a little more expensive. Now it's a little less. Right. Now it's a little less. But you don't get Max Pass anymore. You don't get Max Pass anymore. Correct. Because they don't have that right now. Correct. So, yeah, I mean, it's similar then. But it's very possible that that could be rolled into that when Max Pass returns. Right. And it looks like each level is sort of similar to what it had been. There's also a, um, a there was a, there used to be a Disney resident pass. California resident pass. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't be a Disney resident. Um, yeah. A California resident pass, which was is very similar to what they're offering for to Disney residents. That's right. Uh, before the before program. the pause, I mentioned the Southern California Select for four hundred nineteen dollars. Yeah, and so. now it's what three ninety nine. I think so. So okay. So a little cheaper, but you do get a little less. All right. Well, I'm just glad they brought it back. Right. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Um, the Jungle Cruise in the Magic Kingdom um, is now getting Ziploc sponsorship. That's interesting because didn't uh, Splash Mountain used to have a Ziploc sponsorship? But Splash Mountain is closing for uh, refurb. 
Okay. So yeah. they're just moving where they hand out. Why would they hand out Ziplocs at Jungle Cruise, though? I, I don't know. Maybe they're not handing them out. Maybe there's just going to be like a little Maybe it's just going to be a sponsorship. Like sponsored by- there's actually a giant steamer trunk that has the Ziploc logo on it that looks like a gigantic Ziploc box hmm. uh, at the exit of the Jungle Cruise queue. Interesting. So, Are there free Ziplocs in it? Uh, it does not uh, mention that. But okay. officially, no official sponsorship has, has been noted. So there's been no official word from Disney, but suddenly uh, Ziploc, Everyday Solutions for All Your Extraordinary Adventures, uh, signage is now up on Jungle Cruise. Okay, but it's up in the air. It's, there's, they're not going to be giving out free uh, bags from this location. I doubt that. Yeah, it's hanging from the rafters. Correct. Okay. Um, and then we have uh, some information about Halloween. That's right. It's uh, the first week of August, so you know what that means. What does that mean? It's time for the autumn decorations. Oh, so early. So fall and corn stalks and uh, leaves changing colors. Um, specifically right now, there are jack-o'-lanterns on Main Street as Walt Disney World prepares for the Boo Bash season. Uh, you can just see a ton of pumpkins all around. All so right. each each Main Street uh, USA shop and restaurant has its own themed pumpkins. Uh, for example, the ice cream, Plaza Ice Cream Parlor has pumpkins that have ice cream uh, carved into them. Pumpkins that oh I that see. have an ice like cream the cone. shape of an right. ice cream cone. Right. Okay. Neat. Um, and then some of the new nighttime shows. Well, some of the nighttime shows are back. Right. Um, and people are starting to notice that the uh, laser portion of the show. All, all of the shows, I guess, is missing. Yeah, lasers are not here. So we've got projections, we've got fireworks, but we don't have laser components. Maybe lasers and COVID don't go well together. That is entirely possible, but there's been no word on why they have been removed from the shows and uh, if and when they will return. Cool. Ask me what the next uh, Fab 50 statue is. What is the next Fab 50 statue? The Cheshire Cat, which is coming to the Magic Kingdom. Excellent. Who made the announce- announcement, do you know? Who made the announcement? Yeah. No. Walt Disney World president Jeff Vale on oh. his on his Instagram account. Okay. Um, so very exciting. Uh, also in the uh, announcement was a cast member named Ben who has been working at Walt Disney World since 1971. Oh, that's cool. So pretty cool. Uh, Cheshire Cat will be uh, appearing somewhere in the Magic Kingdom, probably in Fantasyland. Neat. Um, we talked about Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and how they are doing some previews before it's opening on October 1st. Um, it seems like they're just previewing uh, to everyone, right? It was the cast members and then they said that some um, parts of the general public would get to preview it. Um, and now the Disney Vacation Club members have been notified that they could possibly receive a squeak peek. That's right. Uh, they received an announcement that said that eligible on-site members will receive booking details soon. Very cool. So I wonder if they're going through their DVC reservations, looking to see what day it's going to be on, and then contacting those specific people. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times what happens is if Disney announces a preview uh, people don't have their DVC reservations yet. They'll hear there's a preview and they'll suddenly book for those dates. Well, Disney has not announced what date they're going to do the preview on. Okay. Some great news in Epcot. Um, Nine Dragons Restaurant has reopened. That's right. That is in the China Pavilion. And that opened uh, today, August 3rd at 4.30 p.m. Wonderful. Yeah, that's been closed since uh, since COVID. That's right. And they're only going to be open for dinner service. Okay. 
Also in Epcot, um, they are doing some work still around Spaceship Earth, and some of the palm trees have returned. Well, the palm trees never left, but they've replaced the smaller palm trees with tall palm trees. Oh. Um, so they took out the little ones? Yeah, they had put, put that, they put shorter trees in there about 15 years ago, but they oh. have uh, replaced them with larger trees. Okay. So that's, that's kind of cool. That is cool. In Hollywood Studios, um, they are repainting the Toy Story Land uh, props, I guess. That's right. That's uh, pretty much the entire thing. They've uh, repainted the bridge near Slinky Dog Dash. They did the surface of the ground as well as the rails uh, around the uh, attraction there. Um, and, uh, you know, this is just part of regular upkeep and maintenance because everything gets uh, uh, washed out from the sun, right. beating down on it, you know, 12, 14 hours a day. And they've also replaced two kiosks outside of uh, Slinky Dog Dash that have also been painted. Neat. All right. In Disney Cruise Line news, um, Disney Cruise Line is looking for uh, musical theater actors. That's right. They are looking for musical theater actors uh, as part of their return to sailing. And uh, you can go onto the Disney Careers website if you are so inclined. Okay. Moving on to entertainment news. Wow, we're flying through this. Did we skip the resorts? Did you, there's nothing for resorts on here. Oh, I must have skipped the resorts. So okay. let me tell you what's going on at the yes, resorts. Yes, why don't you do that? I apologize. It's all right. I, I thought you were going crazy. I'm like, why isn't she doing the resort news? Um, the pontoon boat rentals are going to resume at some select Walt Disney World locations later this month. Uh, that is always a fun way to do things. Um, initially, the marinas at the Contemporary, the Grand Floridian, the Yacht Club, and the Beach Club will be open for rentals. And they're going to be available every day from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, the Sun Tracker pontoon boats hold is up to 10 guests, and they cost $45 per half hour to rent. Uh, there's no word on the Sea Racer boats or the six-person Montauk boats uh, when they resume, will resume rentals on those. But if you want to get a pontoon boat, you can do that. Cool. Uh, we've not ridden on a pontoon boat outside of a fireworks cruise. Yeah. I mean, can you when you rent those, you drive them yourself? Yes. Yeah, we've never done that. Yeah. Um, the Disney College program has announced that they are extending an opportunity to join the opening crew of Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, so that's always a good way to get, uh, you know, some cheap help. Um, and uh, they're looking for courteous and enthusiastic college program cast members who excel at storytelling. So That sounds uh, like a pretty good gig. That's not a bad deal. And then over at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, the club level will reopen on August 26th. Um, uh, a lot of the club level lounges will be reopening around the world. So Animal Kingdom Lodge, their club level will reopen on August 26th, as I mentioned. The Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, the Royal Palm Club, will open on September 16th. Club level club lounge at the Boardwalk will open September 23rd. The club lounge at the Contemporary will open September 26th. The club level a club lounge at the Wilderness Lodge will open December 16th, as will the uh Club Lounge at the Coronado Springs Resort. There are no current reopening dates for the club-level lounges at the Beach Club, Polynesian Village Resort, Disney Yacht Club, or for the Sugarloaf Club at the Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. But okay. I'm sure at some point those will reopen. Hopefully. And that was the missing resort news. Okay. So then we can move to entertainment news. Um, a poster 
and cast have been announced for the LEGO, LEGO Star Wars Terrifying Tales show, which is going to be premiering October 1st on Disney+. Plus. That's right. I hadn't heard of this at all, but uh, this is a new show coming to Disney Plus on October 1st. Uh, the great thing is that it shows a little arm with a lightsaber breaking out of a grave, and it says, rest in pieces. Ah. And, you know, Legos are yeah. nothing but pieces. Um, so this is part of Disney Plus's Hallow Stream celebration. This is an all-new animated special from Lucasfilm and the Lego Group, and uh, it is just in time for Halloween. So we've got a bunch of uh, a bunch of voice actors that no one's really ever heard of. <laughs> Great, tell me all about them. Uh, well, the only person you might have heard of was Christian Slater. Oh yeah, as uh, as Ren, okay. uh, Kylo Ren, I'm assuming. Um, everybody else is no name. Uh, but it's after the events of Rise of the Rise of the Sky Rise of Skywalker that Poe and BB-8 must make an emergency landing on the volcanic planet Mustafar, where they meet the greedy and conniving Grabala the Hutt, who has purchased Darth Vader's castle and is renovating it into the galaxy's first all-inclusive Sith-inspired luxury hotel. So uh, that is the theme. Uh, if you're a Star Wars fan, you will probably want to watch it. Um, uh, Poe and BB-8 will have to face their fears and stop an ancient evil from ri- rising and then escape to make it back to their friends. So that's uh, that's the Lego story. All right. There is an exclusive first look from Entertainment Weekly at the new Disney Plus series, Doogie Kamaloha. Kamaloha, that's right. Uh, Doogie Kama Aloha MD, starring Peyton Elizabeth Lee, uh, is a new show on Disney Plus, which is a reimagining of Doogie Howser MD, which starred uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Um, you know, same kind of story, different location. Um, uh, you know, they flip it up with a new gender, so now it's a girl instead of a guy. Um, they also released a sneak peek from the Disney Parks blog, which by the time you listen to this, that will be on our page as well. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes they say what's old is new again, but sometimes I don't necessarily want the new again part. No. No. I don't know. I'll probably give it a shot for an episode or two, but I can't see myself enjoying it. Right. You know, Doogie without Max is, uh, is not good. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of those, uh, reboots. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, the... Disney Plus series Ms. Marvel has been delayed to early 2022 for a release date. Yeah, this was supposed to come out in 2021, but Kamala Khan, who is known as Ms. Marvel, uh, this is a Marvel show. Um, It has just been delayed. It was supposed to be, uh, as I said, it was supposed to come out later in uh, 2021. Um, It does tie into the Marvels, which is the sequel to Captain Marvel, which comes out in November of 2022. And uh, we'll have to see what happens. Um, Ms. Marvel uh, is a teenager, and she finds that she can morph her shape and size. And it's a you know a late teen girl who's experiencing life along with being a superhero. So uh, a fun series coming from Marvel. All right. Also on Disney Plus, um, a show called Short Circuit is having its second season premiering this Wednesday. That's right. Short Circuit is a series of innovative and experimental short films where anyone can pitch an idea and then be selected to create their own short. Uh, The program is celebrating their fifth anniversary with the debut of five new shorts that are exclusive to Disney+. Uh, And this begins streaming on August 4th. Great. 
Uh, the Mighty Ducks season two is also coming to Disney Plus. Yep, season two has been greenlit, so that's uh, that's kind of a big news. Of course, no idea on what the uh, plot will be, but uh, Emilio Estevez will return All right. as well as the Ducks. Very good. At Universal Studios in Florida, they are putting together their Halloween Horror Nights. The signs and sets have been installed, and uh, things are moving along for probably their biggest event all year. It is. This is their large uh, signature event. Um, Trusses are up. Billboards are up. Scare zone entrances are up. Uh, You know, if you're just going there for a day and you're not really there for Halloween Horror Nights, it does kind of detract from the, uh, the scenery. But if you're there for Halloween Horror Nights... Which most people are. It's, it's what you want. Yeah. You know? So uh, they're coming along. I'm not sure when the first one is, but it's it's got to be coming. Uh, I mean, it's August, so Halloween is any day now. Well, I mean, for, for the parks, you know, it is. Especially it something is. like Halloween Horror Nights that is such a big draw for so many people and it can only run for a limited amount of time. So mm-hmm. the earlier you start it, the more people you can get in. Exactly. Um, Give Kids the World runs a really great um, program or show at their um, their Give Kids the World village. It's called Night of a Million Lights and it is returning in November of 2021. That's right. This debuted last year during the pandemic when the uh, Give Kids the World Village was shut down because they couldn't have any guests due to travel restrictions. Um, Give Kids the World Village is a place where children with life-threatening illnesses go. Uh, A lot of times they're on make-a-wish trips down to the central Florida area, and this uh, resort property uh, allows them to have the care and assistance that they need uh, on site. So... Uh, they have announced that the Night of a Million Lights will return. It's a fundraiser for the nonprofit resort. It's going to run for the 2021 season on 52 nights between November 12th and January 2nd. Uh, ticket prices vary based on night, but they run from $25 to $40 for adults. Um, it will run from 5 p.m. to, uh, I believe, 11 p.m. My favorite part of this. Yes. Uh, new this year are add-ons, including a VIP tour and VIP dessert parties. Oh, excellent. Taking <laughs> taking a page from Disney. Absolutely. Um, they will have, last year it was just a walkthrough. Uh, this year there will be parts of the uh, tour that are only accessible by tram. Okay. So uh, it's a, a good night. And even though they call it Night of a Million Lights, um, it is about 3.3 million lights. That's crazy. Yeah. It's a lot of brightness. Very cool. So is that our last story? That's it. That's all I have. Excellent. I uh, hope everybody's doing well. And until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Shara. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Bye.